Ash Wednesday, February 17th, 2021. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, you despise nothing you have made, and forgive the sins of all who are penitent. Create in us new and contrite hearts, that lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, we may receive from you full pardon and forgiveness. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Old Testament reading for Ash Wednesday is from the book of the prophet Joel, the second chapter. Now, therefore, says the Lord, turn to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. So rend your hearts and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, and he relents from doing harm. Who knows if he will turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him? a grain offering and a drink offering for the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion, consecrate a fast, call a sacred assembly, gather the people, sanctify the congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children and nursing babes, let the bridegroom go out from his chamber and the bride from her dressing room. Let the priests who minister to the Lord Weep between the porch and the altar. Let them say, Spare your people, O Lord, and do not give your heritage to reproach, that the nations should rule over them. Why should they say among the peoples, Where is their God? Then the Lord will be zealous for his land and pity his people. The Lord will answer and say to his people, Behold, I will send you grain and new wine and oil, and you will be satisfied by them. I will no longer make you a reproach among the nations. This is the word of the Lord. The epistle is from the second letter of St. Peter, the first chapter. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of our Jesus Christ and of Jesus our Lord, as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. But also for this very reason, Giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, to perseverance godliness, to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. For if these things are yours and abound, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these things is short-sighted, even to blindness, 
and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sins. Therefore, brethren, be even more diligent to make your call and election sure, for if you do these things you will never stumble. For so an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the sixth chapter. Moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites with a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear to men to be fasting. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, so that you do not appear to men to be fasting, but to your Father who is in the secret place. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. This is the word of the Lord. It has been a strange and unprecedented year of sickness and of death worldwide. You may, with many, believe that for the first time in your life, you have come face to face with your own mortality at some point within this year. But the reality is that every year on Ash Wednesday, you have faced your mortality and you will continue to do so until your mortality grows weary of being gawked at and decides instead to act. Every year on this day, as ashes are smeared upon your forehead, you come face to face with your own hidden, dying portrait in those familiar words, Remember, O man, that thou art dust and to dust thou shalt return. Earth to earth, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Feel the ashes of a contrite and broken spirit upon your head. Smell the sweet and powerful smell of your burial spice. Know that you live in the place where moth and rust destroy, where the worm devours, and where those of the dust return from whence they have come. Death is the inevitable and the unavoidable reality of sinful creation. Hence the ashes and the myrrh, 
proclamations of the inevitable, the inescapable, the unavoidable that man seeks to deter, to escape, and to avoid. But the ashes make equals out of you all. They make the newborn and the old man brothers. For all in sinful flesh will taste the sour wine of death. The church is Catholic, universal. So are all her actions. All that she does belongs to all. When she baptizes a child, that action concerns you, for that child is thereby connected to that body which is your head too, and ingrafted into that body whereof you are a member. And when she buries a man, that action concerns you. All mankind is of one author and is one volume. Death comes for you. You cannot hide where it cannot find, and you cannot run quickly enough not to be overtaken. It comes with COVID or with something else. It comes with pneumonia or with something else. It comes with cancer or with something else. It comes with heart attack or stroke or with something else. It comes with uterine abruption or with something else. The ashes confess this. The myrrh confesses this. Media vita in morte sumus. In the midst of life, we are in death. But this does not mean that death is natural. It is a constant presence. It is a perpetual reality. But it is not natural. It is heinous. It is foreign. It is demonic. It is a squatter claiming squatter's rights in a domicile it does not own. Thus, Jesus' warning becomes even more potent on this day. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Heeding this warning, and the prophet Joel's call to repentance, the church begins her great fast today. Her people fast from certain foods as a reminder of their dependency. Her people put away their alleluias and glorias as a tool for spiritual discipline, focusing the energy of worship into repentance without distraction. This fast is good. But Jesus does not speak only of things or of practices in his warning. He also speaks of life. Therefore, the church's people receive ashes as a sign of contrition and repentance, and they hear words that strike against the heart's inclination to idolize the self and its health and its life. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Even within the church there is death. If you seek safety in this sanctuary, you have come to the wrong place.
It has never been, nor will it ever be, safe to be in the presence of the Lord. For, O man, thou art dust, and to dust thou shalt return. The font kills as your dusty flesh is plunged into the depths and dies a sinner's death. The Eucharist kills as the remnants of that same dusty flesh are continually purged away with divine fire in body and in blood. The very word itself kills, cutting down the proud and the idolatrous. Yet much like the Lord himself, the safety or the lack thereof in this place is not what is important. What is important is that this is a place of goodness, even within and despite death. The font kills, but it gives new life, so that when you die, before you die, you do not die when you die. The Eucharist kills, but it also gives new life as you take into your dying flesh the holy flesh of the resurrection. The word kills, but it also raises up and makes alive. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures here, not even of your own life, for even that is but fleeting. As for man, his days are like grass. As a flower of the field, so he flourishes. For the wind passes over it, and it is gone, and its place remembers it no more. Store up instead these precious treasures of heaven, one for you, that where Christ is, you may be also. Death is but a squatter. It is here. It is around you, but this is not its home, and the master of the house comes with the victory of life. While you wait the resurrection above or below the earth, this is the greatest treasure, the death of Christ that has won life everlasting, and the resurrection of Christ wherein even the dusty flesh of man finds sweet repose. Amen.